This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, I'm here with Clay Hodges. I'm so excited to hear his background and everything he has to share with us today. Definitely coming from a transformational, inspirational background. So welcome, Clay. What's up, Lindsay? Thanks for uh, having me on your show. Yeah, for sure. I'm super excited. I, I already can feel like such a good vibe with you that I know it's going to be a good conversation. Well, I'm just trying to, every morning I try to get tapped in. That's number one. Number okay. one thing. You can definitely tell when you're not tapped in and everybody else can too. So that's why you've got to make that a priority. At least I do. That is so true. And I'll definitely ask, like, how do you how do you tap in? But first, I want to know just a little bit more about you and your story and just how you got to where you are today. Uh, OK, yeah, sure. So <clears throat> it's always weird when um, like and I'll just like dive right into it. But I remember because that reminded me of something where. So like, you know, I'm in recovery. I was, uh, grew up in Kentucky and rural Kentucky and like in the nineties when I was like, you know, starting to get into high school and stuff was mm-hmm. right. The, the opiate epidemic really started. And especially for like rural communities, mostly mm-hmm. like, you know, outside of the city and then there'd be pain clinics and all this stuff. So I was like introduced to that at a small, I guess like 14, 15 years old. Um, so fast forward to, uh, one of the times I was in a detox center and it was kind of like probably the fourth time. And it was right before it finally, everything finally just, it, it, it's not like it clicked. It was just more of a, just complete surrender Mm -hmm. uh, to everything. Like, and this is like super fast forward, but I remember I was in there with these guys and it was at like day three, day four. And I was finally like starting to come to, because they'd been, you know, giving me a ton of like meditate or not meditation, medication to get me off of everything. And so we went to this first process group and uh, the guy that was leading it was like, all right, guys, we have a piece of paper here. I want you to write down your story. (laughs) I was like, that was this older dude, uh, Ernest, this old alcoholic guy. And, you know, he's like twice my age. And I was like, holy shit, man. You think, sorry, excuse my language. Oh, you're fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I was just like, man, you think, uh, what is my story? Can you, can you, uh, I've just been adding on to mine. And then we, him and I like hit it off. He's like, brother, I don't even know, man. Story just keeps longer, getting longer. And you just forget more and more of it. It's like, <laughs> like, that's so true. Uh, <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Cause we're just adding on to our story every day. And it's just like, I mean, the way we perceive our quote unquote story probably in the way it went down, like in a lot of ways, I mean, sure there's some big events and stuff. And so, you know, I'm just actually coming on a lot more podcasts and stuff and really piecing that together myself, mm-hmm. but yeah, you know, pretty normal, um, childhood, all that stuff. And, you know, got introduced to things at a young age, but to me, to some people it might seem young, but you know, to me and the people I are around is just like, what. Well, what we did and it wasn't like mm-hmm. 
uh, it wasn't like right out the gate, you know, it wasn't like just <clears throat> hooked or anything like that. It seemed fun and cool. And, you know, obviously, you know, really in retrospect, I was just trying to, just trying to fit in. Mm-hmm. The reason I w- would use any type of whatever to feel better about myself and the situation I was in and, and the way I was feeling or not even just to feel better about it, but really just kind of forget it. And so, yeah, you know, that type of uh, coping mechanism took me all over. I had some awesome times and then I had some like, but then there comes a point for everybody where you're like, this isn't, this isn't fun anymore. And uh, Mm -hmm. you're like, but I, I can't stop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh my God, what do I do now? Mm-hmm. And so, but yeah, you know, I went all over, went to school in Colorado and lived out there for like 10 years and um, then <clears throat> went around a bunch of music festivals and, and this and that. And, you know, fast forward to where it just progressively got worse and, you know, where I would do like extreme things to like things would be going great. Then it would be an implosion. Then I would do something ex- extreme to try to get my life together uh, one of those was I, I hiked the uh, Appalachian Trail in 2010 and uh, <clears throat> to try to get clean. When, and it worked for a little bit, mm-hmm. uh, which it goes through North Carolina. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's a long trail. Yeah. Yeah. It took me like, <laughs> well, six months to do. Oh, and, wow. Um, met a bunch of cool people along the way and uh, found out. I mean, learned way more on the trail than I ever did in school. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Just more about life and how to really perceive uh, things going on. And, you know, you wake up in the morning, you have this, this goal of hiking and, but, you know, you're just <clears throat> out there really just experiencing things because when we go to school, we're just like this, this, and this writing it down, memorization, memorization, and nobody's actually even really experiencing life. Mm-hmm. I think for me, that actually created a lot of disconnect too, where I just like not, not feeling fulfilled. So then I sought it out in other ways, like, you know, whether it was drugs or thrill seeking type behavior or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, because like the mundane just never really, and still doesn't a- appeal to me very much. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, but that took me all over, uh, went, ended up in San Francisco afterwards, met a girl on the trail of course that that's where she was from followed her out there. And then that's when everything just like accelerated into just straight, just self-destructive beast mode as, you mm-hmm. know, using heroin and um, like getting prescriptions from doctors and stuff. Cause just so easy. I mean, just so easy still too, you know, if, if you want mm-hmm. to, I mean, uh, cause I was in a pretty major car wreck in like 2006 mm-hmm. and it kind of tweaked my back. So was, then I could take that, you know, they could look at that and be like, oh, okay, yeah, you can, here's this, this, and this. Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> this is way, the way the system's set up. You know, it's not for, it's not set up to cure anybody of right. you know, any type of uh, pain or really even disease. It's just meant to manage it. And, well, you know, in my opinion, keep people coming back for more. Oh, yeah. And, because like, you know, there's no, nobody ever said, once you try, you know, focusing on your health and getting, not until I really, you know, start to get on a recovery path that the focus was spirituality and getting deeper within ourselves mm-hmm. to uh, connect and really just uncover what's going on and, uh, you know, 
get in touch with our shadow selves, so to speak, and mm-hmm. actually get to get to know that part within ourselves rather than just trying to run from it, silence it, which never works. You know, mm-hmm. it works to silence it for a little bit, but, you know, it just is a compound effect of uh, depression, anxiety, you know, weird compulsive behaviors and stuff for that most people, uh, obesity, um, you know, whatever it is, <clears throat> manifests itself in other ways. It's right. much easier. It takes a little, it takes more time, but it's much easier. Uh, like in 12 step programs, they say like, it's the easier, softer way, but you know, it takes commitment and just like anything, commitment and uh, willingness to fail, but mm-hmm. open-mindedness and uh, perseverance too. So, you know, fast forward a little bit, I, I came to Nashville, which is where I'm, uh, you know, originally from this area, like, cause I'm from Kentucky across the border and got here and started getting clean. And that was in 2012 and, uh, started which you know, uh, had some ups and downs since then as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's been part of the journey. But once, once I did that, I really, it's like, you know, this is, I don't really have another option. This is very real. Can't quit lying to myself. Uh, and you know, I want to be the best version of myself. And like, there's, I think every, everybody has that pull <clears throat> within them. You know, it just de- depends on how, uh, in touch, in touch you are with it to like be the best version of ourselves, so to speak, because it's in every single creature. It's in every single plant. It's in every single dog. Uh, like my dog is when I throw the frisbee, he is gonna go and get the frisbee as hard as he can until he mm-hmm. like until his like you know paw starts bleeding, which has happened. Like he'll just rage. Oh my goodness! Yeah, he's a savage. But like everything else, you know, like a tree is gonna just try to grow and be the 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 biggest expression of itself. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna be like. I wonder what all these trees around me are going to think, you know, if I get a little bit bigger, my leaves are prettier, you know, <laughs> I mean, maybe they're like that, I'd, but I'd seriously doubt it. You know, they're going to, like, <laughs> you know, they're just going to be like, look at me. I'm just so vibrant, full of life. And uh, any flower or, you know, a bee is going to just do its job to the greatest of its potential. We have that energy within us. We have it 100%. And, you know, the more that we can just like clean off all the other things, which are identifications with, you know, all I, our identities and masks, masks we wear, so to speak, the mm-hmm. more that we can just clear that off, we start, that voice becomes louder and louder. The yes. more you're like, uh, you know, I think there's a lot, a lot of people are lost now and our society as a whole is having so much trouble because everybody's just identified with one thing or the other, like I'm this and you're that and like, I'm right and you're wrong. And really everybody's probably just wanting to meet in the middle, but they're mm-hmm. so like, you know, their identity is just so they've like aligned themselves with this point of view because of not really their own fault, but you know, the programming, the television, the school, all this stuff, their influence mm-hmm. growing up, they've aligned themselves with a certain point of view whatever it is. And if you take that point, like they are, most people are unwilling to admit they're wrong. Like when I had to like, like admit that, man, I, you know, this is insane what I'm doing. Can't keep, 
I'm going to die out here shooting dope. I mean, mm-hmm. it's like, no, or end up in prison. And uh, lucky that the, neither one of those happened, came very close many times for both. And, you know, grace really delivered me through that. But the only way I could tap into that grace was by admitting defeat, so to speak. Like, you know what? I don't have this figured out. I need some mm-hmm. help. And uh, like, I'm willing to just do whatever. And mm-hmm. uh, the thing is, is once once I came to that point, then things, the, then the universe really started to open up for me in different ways. Now, of course, then I, you know, take my, take my will back and take my point of view and think things are going good. And then I think I'm the shit. And then like life has to come along and squash my ego again. (laughs) Like that's part of the process. But now Mm -hmm. I, I really just try to remain teachable. And so many people are suffering because, you know, they're unwilling to let go of that because, you know, they're like, in in order to do so that it would be, so to speak, you know, surrendering or saying I was wrong. Or even if you get in a fight with somebody, it's so hard to say like, or, you know, to be the person that calls them and be like, you know, what, I, uh, I felt like I, I was being a dick. I'm sorry. I, I, can't believe, I just can't believe I acted like that, man. And, you know, you, and mm-hmm. it's a healthy relationship. They'd be like, yeah, it's all right. I, I was out of line too. And just such a relief. But the thing yeah. is, is like uh, that, that, that relief valve, it's just like boiling and boiling and boiling. And uh, you know, if, and this is what ha- happened to me, and I've really been um, reworking it since then is mm-hmm. like my quote identity got, you know, I had to just kill it because uh, it was killing me in the mm-hmm. process. Right. So then there's this, uh, this period of time starting in 2012 when I was like, man, who am I? Everything was kind of a lie. And I thought that, you know, like, this is what I like to do, but it's killing me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, it's just this like, seen and i was identified with these different people places things ideas and Mm -hmm. i had to um really and i'm still doing it today to learn what's underneath all that and Mm -hmm. you know which is more of a godly presence that you know is a very strong power power that's like within the trees that are trying to reach its expressions and and everything else whether it's in health or business or spirituality or just connecting with other people you know like a, a good example of that and sorry this is a long form of your answer but it's actually the short, <laughs> no it's just actually the short version too of like tell your story <laughs> um and it's it's telling my story but it's not but nobody wants to hear like yeah when i was a kid then i went to school and then uh that's, that's like <laughs> too linear the world things aren't really linear but uh, yeah, so in, in 2016, I was in this uh, super serious relationship, at least I thought so at the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I uh, thought I was in love with this person and found out she'd been cheating on me and, you know, just straight devastated. And, you know, in, and <clears throat> some, some things happened and uh, it like me and the dude that she was with and actually it was another guy like. Oh my goodness. Yeah, it was it was like one dude and then another. And I'm not saying that from like a, a victim thing. Like I don't know. Yeah, you're just saying and the truth. Retro- yeah. Yeah, that's what happened. And then retrospect, 
I'm just so grateful that it, it did happen because this is mm-hmm. one of the, the super, super traumatic ev- events, which, you know, side note, trauma, trauma is, you know, people talk about their trauma a lot. and It's almost like a uh, badge that they wear, but mm-hmm. nobody's mm-hmm. actually like, this is the, actually a gift that I can really re- rework myself and I don't have to like, people can make their trauma their identity too. Mm. Oh yeah. Big time. Yeah. And so that's just another identification. So, but this is a gift, you know, and the, anyways, the dude just assaulted me in front of this bar, broke my face in. (gasps) Yeah. Broke my nose. Eyes like, yeah, it was nuts, but, uh, like I was devastated. Right. And so I'd, I'd been, been clean off of, uh, dope and stuff. I'd been drinking at the time, but then I got onto the ambulance and they're like hey we're gonna give you some uh fentanyl if it's all right you're in super bad shape and yeah and so i was like yes please if you think it'll work acting like i didn't know what it was you know i was like yeah please (laughs) please yeah please (laughs) put me out my misery yeah exactly this is in a town in colorado of like five seven thousand people and this is in front of the like main bar everybody's outside so everybody saw you know me get my ass kicked mm. essentially and i was just like so so just humiliated and like just mm-hmm. this, the storyline and my head and then i had like two black eyes like you know looking like a raccoon and stuff oh my goodness and, yeah it was nuts man i mean but uh so grateful for that experience now because it's helped to shape me to to who i am and you know i and that started a downward spiral and uh you know ended up overdosing uh, a couple times actually but you know one the last one was uh in a in bathroom in walmart like february and they found me and uh yeah brought me back to life man is it was uh it's classy classy place for that to happen i know but uh yeah how long ago was that what's up how long ago was that that was in 2016 Okay. Okay. So that was okay. a, you know, massive relapse that, that mm. happened because I, you know, I'd gotten back on my feet. I thought everything was all good, but then started mm. doing the kind of the same things that associating myself with the old identifications that were previous, which were mm. like going to fish shows and like, which is cool. I'm not hating on it, that scene or anything like that, you know, mm. but just going to concerts, you know, dabbling and, but just not like going all in on the really like, you know, not doing the, quote unquote, like the opiates and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I was just like, you know, really just kidding myself. It was just a matter of time, mm-hmm. but I was like, thought I was good. Right. And so that was the the universe just chopping me down again. Once that happened, I came back to Nashville, really got realigned and uh, <clears throat> went to a few different yoga programs, uh, met my guru, which is a whole different thing. And uh, started the different, like, you know, just a different type of spirituality and um, working on myself. And that has really, really transformed everything. And then at the same time, just started rebuilding my health, um, fitness, mind through yoga and meditation. And, uh, and then started studying different ways to make money and trading and investing. And uh, that's when that's when everything quote unquote took off, but it was like almost seven years ago mm. um, and just straight grinding since then. But the thing mm-hmm. is, is that uh, it gave me something like, you know, and 
terms of just studying all these other successful people, successful entrepreneurs, successful spiritual people like, you know, uh, Ram Dass. And mm -hmm. <clears throat> I was going to the, uh, in Tennessee, I don't know if you know who Sadhguru is. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, yeah. yeah. I, uh, that's my guru, I guess you would say. And <laughs> I've, been, I've done all, all the programs and been blessed enough to spend time with them and uh, here at his ashram here in Tennessee and uh, <clears throat> really changed everything for me. Just my, you know, just helped to shed the person that I, I was. <clears throat> and it's not really the person that I was. It was the identity and mm -hmm. really start to uncover all the things that's really underneath which is more of just a connected, joyful person that, you know, we all have access to, but you got, you got to be willing to go on that uh, hero's journey, so to speak, and mm -hmm. really like, uh, you know, uncover the layers of, of self because it's so easy to, it's so easy to just, I could have just like gone, been halfway let me put it this way, you know, after that huge traumatic thing happened, I could have mm -hmm. just kind of like lurked in the shadows. And even though that's not how I roll, if I'm going to do something like going all out, it doesn't matter. <laughs> clearly, but you know, I could have just like, I could have made myself a victim and still be living in that victim consciousness today, mm -hmm. super mm -hmm. easily. And I did for a while. And I realized that that was just giving all my power away, you know, and now, uh, you know, what I live by is like take responsibility for, for every single thing, even if it's not like, you know, it's, it's not um, responsibility is different than like guilt and shame of like, mm -hmm. uh, Oh, it's my fault. I, it's like, no, okay. What am I going to do about it? Nobody's going to change the situation, but me. And, you know, if I really open up to my, myself to that, mm -hmm. then, you know, my, if I'm lucky. I might get a little help from above or whatever. Mm -hmm. uh, if you believe in that kind of thing, which even if you don't opening yourself up, you know, for me, when I really didn't, I was like, well, what do I have to lose? I, mm -hmm. I need as much help as I can get right now. So, yeah. not. <laughs> but uh, yeah. And so the thing is, is though, when that happened, I was so wound up in this idea of her being my girlfriend and me, like us being in this relationship. And then she mm -hmm. had, a kid and I was really attached to him. Mm. And so like, it wasn't even that I was, I was in love with her. I was in love with the idea of the situation. Mm. And then when that was just like ripped away in this traumatic fashion, I was like, who am I? Like, mm -hmm. you know, and it was just like, um, so, but you know, you don't, nobody has to have like that type of traumatic experience to really, um, you know, if you look in the mirror and don't like what you see, it's, you could just start right now by, um, going out for a run it's, or whatever, you know, and really mm -hmm. just making it's, it's about taking a right when you've been taking lefts your whole life and mm -hmm. making circles, everybody's making circles, mm -hmm. taking a left and it's taking that right to get out of the roundabout and to, to, uh, swerve off into some, uh, uncharted territory, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Wow. So. Yeah, I love like, well, one, thank you so much for just being so open and vulnerable and 
authentic and just sharing, you know, your story, I think that's huge, especially for other people that just feel a sense of shame or, you know, feeling like, you know, I have to keep up this image. And I know anyone listening to this is going to be like, okay, maybe there is hope for me. So I love that you're just so open about it. Uh, thanks. Yeah. I mean, I, I actually just now started to, cause I have a, a mentor myself, mm-hmm. uh, you know, business and life coach thing. He's like, once I went in deep with him about, you know, my story and <clears throat> all the ins and outs, he's like, dude, you have got to start talk- talking about this with people. And like, mm-hmm. um, and then, you know, after some, you know, introspection, I realized I'm doing the world a disservice by not. I, me not sharing this with other people and sharing what I have to offer. I can talk about trading or entrepreneurs and, or how to market yourself online. That's okay. Well, you know, there's, there's a thousand people or a hundred thousand people doing that, you know, but like there's somebody out there that, you know, might not want to shoot up today or pop some Xanax or, Mm. you know, like nose, you know, staring at a bottle right now and be like, God damn, I don't want to start this again, but Mm. be drunk in like two hours, you know, Mm. if they don't hear it. So it's, it's the only reason I was really kind of, I guess a lot, who knows, who knows, but I think, you know, we get delivered from our uh, turmoil in order to show other people a way out of it. So it's not oh, even yeah. more just a responsibility. <laughs> Speaking of responsibility, I, I pretty much have to. It's it's so much easier to just like, um, well, just sit in the sit in a room with your mouth closed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then you leave the then you leave the room and you're like, damn, I should have said this. I said this. <laughs> exactly. You, it's like, you know what did I, mean? I say? You're that? Like, you know, thinking yeah. about it the whole drive home and. <laughs> You're like, gosh, why can't you just speak up? So, um, and you know, there's a a great line in like one of the recovery literatures. It's like, um, which I've done all the different programs. I'm just kind of doing my own thing now with what works for me. Uh, But like, you know, it says we, we quote unquote suffer from a disease that loses its power in the sunlight of exposure. So Mm. whether or not it's, it's, I mean, it is a mental dysfunction or whatever, but anyways, our secrets keep us sick, you know, yeah. and our, mm. uh, you know, being able to just like share openly about it because that's the truth. It's like, if you're, if you're not like people could call you out on whatever BS, but if it's like, Hey, this is, this is what I went through and this is it. No, no It's like, okay, cool. Well, if you don't like it, then well, good for you. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. mean, Because like, our being our uh, only being our authentic, true selves is the only thing that's going to set us free from everything that's held us back from uh, being exactly what we were created to be. Mm -hmm. But like on the inside, we have that longing for more, and what that is is just a connection to our higher self, Mm -hmm. is our authentic self. You know, to try to get there. I'm not saying I'm there yet. I'm working on it every single day. Uh, but just by man, it's all about just gratitude and service, really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's so much healing in just communicating your truth. I mean, I, I I realized with doing this podcast how much we don't talk. Like maybe we react to people, or maybe we kind of like, 
we mimic our surroundings or we're like, yeah, me too. But we don't really talk a whole lot. Um, and so when you take that time to like communicate your truth, you, you just get hit with like epiphanies or you just feel like those weights are being lifted off of you. So that's healing in of itself to just, you know, express yourself. Yeah. People are longing to connect right now. I mean, the, uh, like what you said, people are just not talking like, yeah, the talking train has left about two years ago. Oh, yeah. the, um, you know, the everything started, people had to wear masks and looking at their phones all the whole time. And yeah. like, but on the inside, like, so I actually make it a point, uh, like in the morning, like I went and got a coffee and a little breakfast before we did this. And, mm-hmm. uh, when we are leaving, it's super nice day. Uh, and you know, telling people good morning when I leave and they're like, Whoa, whoa. they like shake it off. And then usually smile, <laughs> you know, it's like, you just hit them with something. They're like, Oh, good morning. What? Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> out of here. Like wake them up from their slumber. Also like, you know, I, I go to, um, I have been, been on a good roll, a 5am yoga class. Right. Mm-hmm. And so like there's a, a 6am afterwards, like waiting to come in, they clean up the room and stuff and everybody's like, you know, sitting there with their, you know, standing there with their mats and their towels and like looking super tired and just like, they don't want to be there. And then you know, I come around and like, good morning, everybody warmed it up for y'all. <laughs> like, oh, okay, cool. Let's get, this guy's hyped up. But uh, <laughs> I mean, like everybody, it's so much easier to just look at our phones and, you know, just, uh, mindlessly look at her phones. Have you noticed, do you ever do this? I'm sure you do. I, I do like <clears throat> something happens. You're like standing there in a line or you're just like randomly just pick up your phone and look at it. Like you're in a line. People oh, are yeah. You just like, ah, oh, well, I'm just going to look at this to just kind of hide from everybody. So nobody bothers mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I think we kind of train our brains to, you know, use it. It's become a habit now that it's just like, the brain's like, okay, get the phone, look at it, scroll, you know, do these actions. And we're repeatedly doing that now for years. So, and then it, like you said, over the pandemic, it's been accelerated because we're in isolation for so long that it's like, we're going to need to know how to break from that <laughs> for sure. How, um, to break, uh, how to break from the, just that isolation. habit. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I was talking to a, a friend like two weeks ago. I was like, man, you know, like if we just, even though I wouldn't even really have my business anymore, but mm-hmm. we just went, I mean, I would, it would be way different because like I wouldn't have like, well, the internet to connect with people. Really. <laughs> but if I was like, if we just went to 1999, I might just sound like an old dude now. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no. We just went to like 1999 and every, we just stayed there. Like, you know, life went on, but like, that's where everything just like stopped. You know, you had TV, you had dial up AOL and uh, (laughs) it's just like, that'll do for now. It's either dial up AOL or this monstrosity of a mind control experiment that we have Mm. with social media and and, uh, uh, just social, I don't know, Uh, the way it's transformed 
is arguably not for the good in my opinion. So like, mm-hmm. uh, and, but you know, the only way to deal with that is like kind of what you said is making it an effort to really on the few, on the few chances that we do have the opportunity to, um, to like connect with people to actually try and connect rather than, you know, I don't know, talk about the weather or office reruns or whatever, people Mm -hmm. you know or whatever um whatever it is whatever the kids talk about these days (laughs) (laughs) but like actually just trying to you know connect um you know how are you and uh, looking people in the eye and really just uh, you don't have to be a weirdo about that but really actually just genuinely (laughs) care from a place of service um man you know that's one way that we could really just raise the overall vibration of uh, <clears throat> what's going on instead of just seeing people from this lens of, oh yeah, you're this and I'm that. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, this and that only keeps us stuck. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And ha- have you seen that documentary, The Social Dilemma? No, no, I haven't. I haven't. I've definitely been told I should see it. Ah, uh, yeah. Check it out. Is it just kind of plays on how much like technology purposely is like forming that division where like whatever you you know typically search for it gathers that information based on what you are prone to looking up and it starts feeding you that because it's like you know your phone is kind of it can predict the things that you're typically going to do or to like and then it can start feeding you very uh, like more of that extreme type of um, identity. So it actually forms your identity even further the right. more you engage with it. Cause you're like, yes, this, this is me. This is, this is me. And it's like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. like we're losing our, our, we're ironically, we're losing our sense of identity by conforming to what we're told we should be. Well, I think that's uh, also systematically, I think it's, done on purpose too to oh yeah create the division between mm-hmm. you know left and right mm-hmm. make it even just like bigger because uh people in the middle that kind of agree on stuff will actually you know take control and uh you know the way it should be where you know the people actually uh are the ones that dictate their lives rather than some sort of outside <clears throat> entity dictating what people should do Mm -hmm. this country right so that's the way it's created but like through systematically creating a divide whether it's on the left side or the right side so somebody starts liking one thing and then they like it and they get stuck in this echo chamber that just slowly starts to get more and more extreme Mm -hmm. and you know unless there's a certain degree of self-awareness most people are going to be like, ah, okay, this is getting a little weird. You're getting a lot out there. Let me just uh, tone it back. So sometimes I'm like, all right, I'm going to just like, I'm going to just heart uh, surfing videos and uh, <laughs> definitely dogs. And maybe this, a couple of business people that I like, some side guru stuff and, uh, I don't know, skiing videos. (laughs) Right. Oh, yeah. I try to selectively do it and, you know, minimize the, uh, you know, podcasting and conspiracies as much as possible or what was conspiracies, but uh, (laughs) coming through now. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so like 
Yeah, we just have to be protective of our, of our own selves. So, and just I guess see the big picture, so we can really make it our goal to connect with our authentic self by mm-hmm. to bring it back. You know, being the trying to be the best version of ourselves because it's the inner. Everybody wants to change things from the outside and think that you know these other institutions or whatever are going to do it for them. But really, the way, in my opinion, to do it is us changing ourselves. Right, exactly. I mean, you could, go, you could go to, and I've done it, like, you know, a methadone program, right, for instance, and mm-hmm. think that a program, that is going to solve your problem, and really it's just going to keep you there and, like, you know, well, more or less, like, enslave you and uh, might help your situation mildly. <clears throat> for anybody who doesn't know, that's like a maintenance drug for people getting off of uh, heroin or opiates. Mm-hmm. so like you know it might improve the situation but you'll never be free and the only way to get free of whatever it is is to face what's ever whatever's going on inside you know the good the bad the ugly of it you know mm-hmm. but if, if you collectively started to try to do that and it, it wouldn't have to even be everybody if like 10 to 10 15 percent of people actually did that and became conscious and awake which i think more people are mm-hmm. like there's just so much in this authenticity that the pendulum's got to swing back the other way mm-hmm. so um but yeah i think that's the real way is to um create change it's like you know gandhi be the change you want to see in the world oh yeah absolutely because i mean if you think about it the problems that you're facing are, are not from so basically like the solution or the remedy to the problem is you have to go back to the source of, you know, see, it, it has to be something similar to how you got into the problem, you know, just from a different perspective. So if your problems are internal, well, then you've got to go within to heal that. So if you're trying to take an external approach, well, the external approach didn't cause the problem. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's hard to kind of get that understanding or that perspective at times but i mean everything starts from within and it 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 reflects outwardly so that's and really it's not even seeing it as a problem but realize real realizing what it is uh, a gift of Mm -hmm. transformation like you know everybody has their you know uh i like ram das call it uh grist for the mill of awakening we all Mm -hmm. have for the mill this this criteria that, you know, we are given, of course, we played a part in creating it. So mm-hmm. karma is, but we have uh, this criteria now. So we can e- either use that as a gift to uh, uncover those layers underneath, clean off the mirror, so to speak, mm-hmm. or, you know, let them bury us. And it's just one or the other. It's all, it's all about perspective. Like mm-hmm. life is just straight up an opportunity. Each day we have an opportunity each thing that happens is an opportunity, uh, you know, but just if I, I, I know it's kind of dark, but I've been thinking a lot about, you know, just the, how finite life is, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, we're not gonna, uh, there's no guarantees that we'll be here tomorrow. Right. So, you know, uh, it is 100% an opportunity all the time, but like, you know, the saying life happens, for us, not to us, you know, every single thing, whatever it was, like, we're not the cause of stuff that, you know, may have happened to us when we were kids, but, you know, we actually have uh, opportunity 
to do something about it now and then share that story with everybody else. And that's what, you know, I'm trying to do. And like I said, you know, everybody has a story to tell. It's just Mm -hmm. coming from a a place of service rather than uh, the self-obsession of anxiety and depression. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And then also I just wanted to know just a little bit about like, what are some of your spiritual practices besides yoga? Or how do you just truly like feel centered or p- more present? I, I, I talk to a lot of different people and I feel like women in general are like, oh, I do all these things, you know, <laughs> but I feel like a lot of men feel like, um, I don't know the right words to say, but they struggle sometimes with getting in tune and feeling that pre- like feeling present. So what are some things you do? Uh, I love the word presence, but, uh, yeah, you know, so my day starts at typically around like three fifteen, which now might throw oh my a lot goodness. of goodness. <laughs> yeah. like, okay. Time to just turn this crazy man off. <laughs> I think I've heard enough now. Like, <laughs> well, all right, we'll try something else. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, no, but, no, share your story. <laughs> Yeah, that's because of the, the the coaching program I I'm in. That was like his his thing. But you know, typically like five would be mm-hmm. my ideal time. But yeah, I do some uh, kriyas, which are yoga practices that I learned from Sadhguru, uh, which are kriya yoga. It's like a it's a way of charging the energy system in the bottom and in, in the body, so to speak. Like, and everybody talks about like chakras and this kind of thing and prana, mm-hmm. but that's what it does. Um, and you know, you can, there's a bunch of different places that you could learn Kriyas. Uh, and this has been an evolving process over time. At first, when I was just getting clean, it was like getting on my knees in the morning and being like, you know, God, can I please have some help today? I don't know if you're real or not, but mm-hmm. it was really longing to connect with something outside of myself. Yeah. Uh, but for me, it's just when I'm the most tapped in, it's, getting my health physical health dialed in like i said this morning i did my my kriyas i also did a sitting meditation practice called ascension so i did that for about like 15 minutes mm-hmm. did a couple spiritual readings wrote in my journal like mm-hmm. targets for the day uh i am statements like you know i'm strong i'm uh prosperous all those things, which is pretty much the opposite of what the I am statements are going on in most people's head. Oh, yeah. We had to reprogram ourselves. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, so, yeah, and then, then a few goals and uh, went to the gym at six and uh, came back here, got a little breakfast, and, and here I am, you know. So that was my morning. I pack a lot in. I don't have much downtime, but, like, mm-hmm. I do that by choice because like just being Mm -hmm. fully involved with life is you know you can really tell even no matter where you're at if you're in a high energy low energy how you're feeling and the way to get out of that is really just being involved in everything that's going on whether it's like taking the dog out or you know playing with your kids or working um you know i've i've been noticing myself a lot like multitasking and just then it just I don't get anything done. I'm all over the place. So the mm. more I can just focus, I just feel way better. So, but for me, it's just 
when I first started the journey, it was like, okay, I mean, I've been just destroying my body with the drugs. So it was about getting my health back. I learned about mm-hmm. fitness and going to the gym and uh, then started to do a physical yoga practice at like a yoga studio in, in town and like fell in love with it. And it helped me, helped me out a, a bunch. And that's kind of where that, that side of things started. Mm-hmm. Um, and then started doing like hot yoga and, and uh, do that. Wow. Yeah, I, I still do that. I, I started teaching that in like 2013, which is mm-hmm. a whole different side note we won't don't have time for but uh <laughs> maybe maybe on the next one if you want <laughs> oh yeah one. for sure um but yeah so like uh it just started a, a avenue of seeking you know and the more mm-hmm. you can really uh be a seeker in life like uh we are the most powerful when we're in seeker mode when we're seeking out something some sort of truth some sort of uh goal some sort of target you know if, if it's a good one if it's a healthy one but uh, even if it's not, you know, you can get a lot done. Like, you know, if you're uh, just seeking whatever self-destructive thing you wanted. But um, the light side of that, if you're going to be a Jedi, not a not a, a Sith Lord. But yeah, so uh, being in seeker mode, we're just so much more powerful. And we're actually seeking the greatest version of ourselves. And um, <clears throat> Because once you get to the point of like, I got it figured out, nothing's going to happen for you. And nobody has it figured out. Mm-hmm. maybe a few people but and that's like a very few people mm-hmm. so um yeah health fitness diet you know no processed foods are very minimal you know every now and then i'll get like a, a bag of plantain chips or something and just like eat them like a drug addict would like, eat, <laughs> eat the whole thing all at once like the whole bag mm-hmm. so but you know if that's if that's the worst thing I'm doing right now, it's that it could be, it's all right. But oh, yeah, you're doing so, pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Health, fitness, diet, diet is key. You know, soda, sugar. Once I realized that all that stuff is poisoning me for a reason, most mm-hmm. pharmaceutical drugs, uh, the food in the grocery store, most majority of it isn't really food. Mm-hmm. So getting that dialed in on what I was putting into my body and then, you know, trying to, connect with something outside of myself and uh for me yoga just going to hot yoga class and being consistent with it and then like you know feeling better and seeking out different yogis and uh helped me to get onto a path of my own and uh and then that finally opened up to you know business and entrepreneurship and investing because then I was like oh okay well I'm starting to get a little more control back in my life now mm-hmm. let's you know i know nothing about money so let's let's learn about this because you know nobody's going to teach it to you at school mm-hmm. and the reason why they don't do that you know so um mm-hmm. but it, it's been a journey you know i would say uh find somebody you resonate with some sort of health person some sort of mindset person it could be me if you want to uh on on my channels but uh whatever it is, if you're lost, that's the best place to start. And, you know, just get dialed in and try to be conscious of being in that seeker mode rather Mm -hmm. than like, you know, um, lethargy and just like, yeah, I'll do it tomorrow because that's the same voice that's keeping you from having all the things that you want in life. Even Mm -hmm. if that, you know, it doesn't have to be the things you want doesn't have, you might think it's like, 
money and stuff. And on one level, it definitely is, but just some sort of fulfillment and where you're not like dragging through the day, mm-hmm. you know? And, uh, I, I remember when I was like just struggling, the days would seem so long, just like, God, get me through this. Like, and then, you know, but now the flip side of that is like, days are super short. God, yeah. all the time Oh yeah. You're using it. <laughs> right. Right. Instead of being used by it. Oh uh, yeah. That's, I, I love that. That's a really good quote. I'm going to have to remember that one. Wow. So it sounds like you just did this whole like 180 approach to, you know, the most important areas of your life to keep you in balance. And I love that. I think that's a, a great way to approach things. Yeah. Basically, if you just decide that, hey, I'm going to just do the opposite of everything I was told I should do. Probably be all right. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, because if you're struggling or if you feel like maybe you're not in alignment with yourself, then that you've got to have a little bit of that pendulum swing to get you in balance. So, yeah. I mean, you don't have to be, uh, you know, at where I was or or whatever, but, you know, Mm -hmm. you could be in some just huge corporate job making, you know, three, 400K a year or whatever it is. And still have like no fulfillment or be mm-hmm. like, and I don't even know who I am, you know, Yeah. because like the, the opportunity never rose for uh, you to go inside yourself. Cause really mm-hmm. you're just thinking like, man, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to do. You know, the path is laid out for me, school. And I was on that path for a little bit and I was then just straight, you know, went just it never really resonated with me anyways, but mm-hmm. um, I thought that's what I was supposed to do. Like, and so, so many people are like, well, I'm just doing what I thought I was supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Then they're like, oh, man, how did I get here? But it's never too late really. And you know, if, whether it's just overweight, which, you know, most people are, you know, most people don't like themselves the way they look in the mirror and stuff. And you know, you mm-hmm. can make, you can make a, uh, take that right turn, so to speak today by watching what you're putting in your bodies and, get a little bit of exercise, take the dog out, go like play catch with the kids or whatever it is, uh, you know, start to move. And once you move the energy for me, it's like, once I started to shake up this, all this like energy that was inside of me, that was just dormant. Mm. It really just like sort of created just a, a furnace that just like kept going and still is going today. But you know, you gotta, you gotta spark that thing up for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, I love that. It's powerful. Yeah. Sorry. I've just been like rambling the whole time. No, no. I mean, it's not like it's, it's, it's not, you know, valuable information. It's all value. So no, I love it. Very strong. I love it. Absolutely. So man, you said so many good things, but I think the thing that I loved most that you said was that everything just wants to be the biggest expression of itself. And I think that's what you're you're doing and it's showing how it's you're able to kind of just be not necessarily be anything, but just be. And we all have that beautiful expression within us. It's all different, but it all expresses in this magnificence within it. And I think that I love that you're taking that approach to things. Well, it's, um, you know, it's not even really, it's not even different. It's like underneath us all is just this creative force. Yeah. Like is always going, you know, you're, uh, 
whatever it is, you're eating your food and unconsciously this food becomes you or, mm. you know, drinking water and then it it's, you know, assimilated into your body. And there's this creative process going on. Cells are dying. They're regenerating themselves. You know, you're subconsciously, you know, breathing or most people are, you know, uh, you know, not thinking about their breath or in, inhaling, exhaling. This whole life process is going on. Mm-hmm. It's the same for everybody. It's just really just becoming slowly more acutely aware of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, things start to, to flow. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's just that like that, like release of energy is kind of talking about like, um, you know, after this, I am going to take the dog out to go throw the frisbee he's gonna <laughs> go just savage mode because that's the only thing he knows like think about a kid that's like three they haven't been conditioned to slow down mm-hmm. well, hopefully not by then you know to, they're just like running outside they're playing as hard as they can until they just like fall and bust their knee and cry and then they're gonna do it again and nobody's told them that, that hey or at least not yet like hey you need to calm down or uh chill out you know like put a lid on it but mm-hmm. we just we just like are conditioned that in that way through you know the schooling process and, and parent parents or whatever um mm-hmm. all the way up to like you know you're in college and you have this great idea to the point where like i said earlier you're in a room of people you have this awesome idea that's eating at you at the inside from the inside and you're like man i don't even know where that came from that's just mm. Just amazing, but then you keep it in, and then you, you drive home and thinking about it, and you're like, Scott, I was such an idiot not speaking up. Mm. And you know, that's that just same uh, conscious the conscience telling us, like guiding us uh, what to do, where to, you know, what to say, and you know, it's 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 really it's not this elusive thing. It's just like trying mm-hmm. to get rid of the uh, the things that are blocking it. Mm-hmm. Some right. days are better than others for me, for sure. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most important thing to remember is that it's it's just a matter of unblocking yourself. It's not that you're incapable. It's just you have to remove the blockages that keep you from being the, the fullest. Biggest expression. blockages are going to be your food, for sure, one hundred percent. I mean, fast mm-hmm. food or whatever, um, processed foods, sugars, sodas, alcohol alcohol and drugs and uh, and then you know we have a huge amount of energy coming at us 24 not 24 7 about 12 hours a day from the sun getting mm. sunlight being outside moving your body doing that consistently over time is going to just charge us up mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah but uh it all starts with just uh making a decision really like mm-hmm. you know what I think I'm just going to take, if I, if I could like leave anything from what I said, you know, every, if, if you feel like you're like, man, I am just making lefts and going in circles take that right, right now and do like whatever it is. Everybody has this voice in the inside. That's like, ah, man, I don't think you should keep doing that. Or like, you know, mm-hmm. you shouldn't be looking at that on the internet. Damn, <laughs> whatever it is, you know, you know, what like you're doing is yeah. like, you know, you could do better. Why don't you listen to that voice and entertain that voice, even though it's harder? Like, you know, you don't want, you don't want another cupcake. What are you doing? Whatever mm-hmm. it is, oh, entertain yeah. the voice, the conscience that's actually like, you know, God or whatever you want to call it, speaking to you and to your higher self, communicating the person that you are one hundred percent, not even just capable of being, but 
we're incarnated here to be really mm-hmm. so yeah. um yeah take that right absolutely might as well what do you have to lose you just been taking the laps <laughs> yeah the laps aren't working for you obviously maybe they are but like um, be better yeah 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 it just depends if you're like i'm cool where i'm at <laughs> oh yeah definitely awesome well clay i really enjoyed our conversation i thought everything was yeah me too this is awesome when we got on before i was like oh man i don't know whatever you want to talk about you're like what's your introduction i was like oh god (laughs) here we go (laughs) (laughs) no no i loved it i loved it you have such a great spirit about you and i just can't wait to see where you'll go from here and i I know it's going to be awesome Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, how can anybody get in touch with you if they want to know more about your journey or just connect? My YouTube channel, Ronin Forex, which is mostly trading related and investing. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so the easiest way, the most where I'm the most active is uh, Real Clay Hodges. And if you are in, interested in investing and um, trading and going that route, you know, I have a Telegram channel with. Uh, uh, about 10,000 subscribers too. So I'm there. So, um, with a bunch of free content and places to learn. So sweet. Awesome. Well, I know you want to get to spending the rest of your day enjoying that and spending time with your dog. I, mean, I think we could do this all day. For real. I know we could talk for like probably another <laughs> four hours, but <laughs> I want you to keep shining your light and expressing yourself out well, there. Likewise. Yeah. I love your podcast. I need to figure out my chronotype. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. It can be a little tricky, but you know. What, what do you think after this conversation? You really sound a lot like a lion to me. Okay. All right. All right. All right. It, was yeah. a 3 a, it was a 3 a.m. It was definitely a 3 a.m. <laughs> no, I mean, it, well, the fact that you just have so much energy in the mornings it just seemed like you have like well, nice I, I, and alert. I like the front load caffeine mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. does that help <laughs> yeah for sure for sure well i've never I, regretted life after caffeine let me put it that way. <laughs> I'll, I'll hold on to that vice for for now at least yeah well hey i you sound like a lion to me but you know yourself best so I'm sure you'll. Uh, I'll out. take it. I mean, you know, I'll take lion. I'll take tiger. Maybe bald eagle. Just any, <laughs> any of the cool animals. What do you think? What do you? Th- Although dolphin, I would be like, okay, cool. I, I'm, I yeah. Dolphin. What? What about you? Where do you fit into that? I definitely lean more towards a dolphin. Okay. Um, I have a little bear tendencies because I do like to take naps. <laughs> you know but, your, uh, your dosha. Oh no! What's that? Dosha. Oh yeah. Okay. So yeah, in Ayurveda, everybody has like a dosha based on that element. Oh yeah. Uh, Ayurveda, Indian medicine. Check, check. Look it up. Well, that we'll save that for the next. Okay. All right. Yeah. Let's do a dosha I, quiz. Okay, and also check out. I don't know if you've heard one of my podcasts on face reading. It's really good. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It, it talks about like the different elements in your face and. It's pretty interesting, mind blowing. I was like, okay, cool. So I'm just all about self discovery. It's learning more about who you are makes life a little easier for you. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> awesome, Clay. Well, thank you so much for your time. I hope you have an awesome day. You too. Thanks, Thank Lindsay. you. Bye bye.